everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rocky. Yeah, sorry about that. As always, there's always one thing I forget to run in the background, and that was have Audition running to record the podcast, but that's okay. I have a video copy of the podcast being recorded as we speak, so I'll be ripping off of that. So, you know, this is what happens when you're out with a friend and you're running late and you just inhale all your food in one gulp. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 548. I am Dijeron Mess. I am Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And besides the sweltering heat, how is everybody doing tonight? Hoo boy. I caught up on sleep this weekend. And then, um, last night happened. Do I want to know what happened? Oh, nothing happened. Um, just... You know, my normal can't freaking sleep. So after, you know, three days of being able to stay awake and sleep in and not have to get up at the crack of dawn, I let myself sleep too late so that when I did have to go to bed early, I couldn't go. <laughs> I thought you would say something along the lines of you couldn't sleep, clowns were going to eat you. Well, no, no. It had nothing to do with clowns. Um, wizards, but nothing to do with clowns. <laughs> and I, there it I, is. I, of course, I was reading all night. I'm sorry. Were you reading Snape smut fictions again? I was not. I'm actually in the middle of a rather interesting uh, Harry Potter Avengers crossover. So, yeah. Hmm. Is that like the third time you have read that? No, this is actually the first time I'm reading this, and it absolutely has no smut. Mm. It's just a really good plot. Well, now, that's all I have to say about that. So, anywho... <laughs> God, we are, we are live tonight, week of July 5th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 1030 Eastern Time. You can always find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network. And you can find out more information about them and other shows at vognetwork.com. And they also stream here on Twitch. You can find them at Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. They kick things off Sundays at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show. Followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And hang out with us in Discord. VogueNetwork.com slash Discord. Every channel that's, no, every show that's part of the Vogue Network has their own channel. So come through, hang out, and say hi. And I believe the pool is open. Just behave. And now that we got that out the way, uh, we're going to go roll around the room. Actually, how was your week? How was their day? Ari. Who boy. Well, you know, my paycheck came in on Saturday because mm -hmm. of the holiday being on a Monday. Right. And while it was fun and, you know, a relief to visit my friends and hang out at their, you know, at his house and swim and barbecue and all that on the third, it did not go super well for me. Ooh. See, like, at one point I was, you know, 
getting up to jump off the diving board because uh, we're throwing a football around and people are, you know, you know, doing all sorts of catches with it. So I, so I get up there, I get on the edge of the diving board and you know, get ready and ball's coming towards me. I like push off of it, except that my feet were wet. The board was wet and I just face planted right into the pool. But that wasn't, you know, what actually hurt. Mm. It was that it was because when I went down, it had felt like my foot had folded so, you know, harshly that my toes felt like they were against my shin. And well, that really hurt. And and you know, swimming actually, you know, took the edge off a little bit. But by about four o'clock, I'm like, I can't take this anymore. I have to go to a hospital. Have this looked at. Mm-hmm. So I drive myself to the hospital, and that's my right foot, by the way, so a little context. Drive myself to the hospital. I'm there for most of the like, rest of the afternoon, most of the evening. And from what they said, it was a ruptured Achilles tendon. Ooh. Yeah. And that, so yeah, that's going to put me out for a while. And it's going to, like, I'm going to miss work because of it, which... Is going to be even more fun. But yeah, it's been a huge pain to adjust to, literally and figuratively. Well, are you able to like collect like unemployment or something during this or? Temporary disability, I believe, is what I have to apply for. Well, that's good. At least that's something. Temporary disability is good, but it only starts two weeks after you sign up and they, you know, do all the agreements for it. So you're yeah. you are technically going to be missing two weeks of work, or two weeks of pay, until after the whole thing. Uh huh. And uh, you know, thankfully, when I called people at work to tell tell them about what happened to me, they're you know sympathetic and yeah, you know, concerned about me. It's not like I was like, uh, hey, I blew off a bunch of my fingers with a like with a. Uh, 12 inch long firecracker you know that happened i think that actually happened to somebody at least last night just saying it happens every year to somebody yeah more than Ironically, one somebody the emergency room when i went to the hospital it was very like relatively empty like only like three or four people there and no uh severed fingers anywhere to be seen the calm before the storm <laughs> But yeah, it's this is not going to be a fun time for me. You'll be all right, man. I know. Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not horrible. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, as I said, I got to sleep as much as I wanted to this weekend. Um, so I did catch up on sleep, and then I lost that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other, other than that, I've been going to work and coming home and trying to, uh, do the adult thing and not spend money. Mm. And, uh, the loan that I took out three years ago, uh, the last payment was made on the first. So I am loan free, sort of, or I should say I, I am, uh, 
loan institution loan free. But, you got it paid off. That's well, no, no, that's I, I finished paying that off, but um, I was loaned money for uh, getting into this place, so now I get to start paying that off. Well, for paying off the other loan, if it'll play. Look at that. Take a bow, Makachan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's my fourth year anniversary of working for the place that I work. So I did not think I would be there as long as I am. And holy crap. (laughs) And next year you get a pin. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I can't. I, I cannot stay in this place until next year. I, I cannot afford to work at this place anymore, um, which is really, really sad that mm. I need a second job just to cover gas, which is basically what it comes out to. I, I need That's a second. That's pretty harsh. Yeah, I need a second job to cover the gas to get my to get to the first job. So um, I, I don't plan to be where I am come next year. Just because of that. Now, speaking of loans, I'm checking mine. If I can make next month's payment, this month's payment, which will be not a big deal, and August's payment, which again will be not a big deal, I can pull for my savings and knock the rest out in one false swoop. So, and that's going to be the plan. And then I can... Plan. Yep, and then I can rebuild that to my Japan 2023 fund. So, to all right. So, all right. That's all that. So my weekend day, I actually hung out with my friend Julian. We actually did a Declaration of Independence Fourth of July themed bar crawl out in I wouldn't say South Jersey, but South. Western Jersey, right outside of Trenton. So it was That's not really South Jersey. Then what the fuck do you call it? Hell. Trenton <laughs> is North Jersey. Okay, you forget I'm in New York City. So to me, Trenton is South Jersey, Southwestern Jersey. And but I get what you're saying. That's like when people in New York City talk about how Westchester County is upstate, and I have to slap the taste out their mouth. <laughs> Which I have actually done on more than one occasion. Yeah, Westchester County is not upstate. It really is. My isn't. cousin is upstate. Yep. I look at it this way. If you if you if you if you can't take mass transit to get there, then it's upstate. Simple as that. You can't get much more upstate than where my cousin lives. My cousin is fifteen miles from the Canadian border. Damn. Well, yeah. She lives north of Lake Placid. I, I, she got snow at the end of June. Look, I had someone, I just forget who was, asked me where Olean, New York is, because they had relatives up there. And I'm just sitting there thinking, that's not upstate. <laughs> that, that, that's out west. I looked it up on the map, on Google Maps. That's north of Pennsylvania. Damn, that that's like two hours from Buffalo. God. 
But um, it was pretty fun. You know, we went we went to these four different historical bars and learned, learned a little bit about the history about the Revolutionary War. And, you know, it, it was fun. And oddly enough, I actually got back in time. You know, I was actually back kind of early. Had to deal with some shenanigans on NJ Transit because, long story short, some dude got mad that I only gave him a dollar for his because he was asking people for money to buy his to get a train ticket. Yeah, I have more money than a dollar. I work hard for my money, goddammit. You ain't getting more than a dollar. Simple and as And he that. was being ungrateful about it. Basically, you know? And the thing is, if I had known that was going to happen, I wouldn't have found a secluded spot on the train, you know, because here's the thing. A lot of times when I'm on mass transit, Amtrak, whatever, I like to find a spot by myself, at least one seat away, have my headphones on, and not be bothered. I do understand the, the bus or the train can get crap. I get that. But for the most part, I try to find that spot or at least kind of find a, a little spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, since that's done, time to get pick up the thing of water. So that basically has been my week and day for the most part. Also, I'm on vacation from work this week and... And much as I tried to find a place to go, it seems that it's a little, it's, I'm better off staying here because I realize there are things in my house I got to take care of. Like I said, behind that door that you see is all of my comic book bins, and I have to kind of reorganize them. I've decided that the storage bins you see out here are going in the storage closet. going to rearrange that and move the comic book bins and put them behind there and kind of organize the figure so that I have room because I have two more figurines coming in the mail this week. I, 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 I'm going to run out of room for shit. But god damn, you can't go wrong for for 20 bucks on a figure. Just saying. I think that's what all I've been up to for, for the most part. Um, but yeah, like I said, I was running a little bit late tonight, which is why you things kind of happen at the beginning of the show. I actually hung out with an old friend from college. You know, we kind of lost communication. And then we reconnected at a friend's party about a year ago. We've been kind of chatting back and forth. So we actually went to the Starbucks Reserve on 14th Street. And we sat down and we kind of talked and caught up and trauma bonded over some over uh, over evil exes that we've dealt with. So, you know, that, that was fun. And it's just that we were, I just lost track of time and I'm like oh I gotta go we have to do this we have to catch up again some other time which is probably what we're going to do so we're just gonna roll and see how things are going so you know that's basically yes preferably not on a Tuesday next time see here's the thing though my Tuesday plan was because I was supposed to do laundry yesterday and I forgot that laundromat was closed my plan was mm. to get up at 10 o'clock this morning be out the door by 11 to do laundry. Be back by 1. Then maybe around 2, go meet up with my friend around 3. Figure we just hang out for a couple of hours. And then I got out there. We got out there at 4 o'clock and we're just chatting. I'm just like, well, shit. And no, I did not get a chance to get to the laundry. So, <laughs> no, what was funny was I, I'm on vacation this week. So my sleep pattern adjusts. So I'm. 
waking up at 9.30, and I'm just, like, I know I'm still asleep, but I feel like I'm just staring at the TV, you know, and I'm just, like, trying to fight tiredness so I can get up and go fix a bowl of cereal. And I know I was tired because I poured more milk than I should have, but that's okay. I guess cereal really was a soup, wasn't it? Something like that. All right. Um, let's get into some uh, some housekeeping notes here. Hold on. There we go. Uh, housekeeping. Uh, don't forget, every episode of Anime Jam Session is available on YouTube. You can find them at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Just click on the link podcast VODs and you'll find all of our episodes there. So definitely check them out. Perfect if you want to catch an episode that's past the y'all uh, the, the Twitch lockdown window, which is like two weeks. So you so that's kind of cool. So if you want to see our extra our expressions on what's going on, what we're talking about, there you go. And let's see, what else do we have here? Um, we have upcoming conventions. Um, like I said, this list will change as time goes on based on availability of staffers and all that good stuff. So, Shikari Con, August 20th to the 21st in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, which is like right outside of Philly. Pop Cult Anime Con, August 27th to the 28th, Boston, Massachusetts. RetroCon. September 24th to the 25th, Oaks, Pennsylvania. Um, I think I have to add AAC to the list of that. But um, we'll see how that goes. And I got I forgot to po totally pull up this image. Let me see if I can find it real quick. There we go. I'm going to basically steal this off of my friend's uh, Facebook because I can and I will. Uh, not because of... <laughs> And, and not because of who I am, per se. <laughs> See, there we go. Okay, let's turn this on. And let me adjust this. As you can see, there is a picture here from Anime Expo of Karma Luna Cosplay winning uh, WCS 2023 finals. They will be representing Team USA and... In Nagoya, Japan, in 2023. I just want to say to my friend Emily and their partner, congratulations. I am proud of you. You've worked hard. And hard work certainly does pay off. And if it doesn't pay off, you can always pay somebody off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that they did. I'm just saying if all else fails, you know, show me the money. <laughs> Anywho, enough about that. Uh, we're going to get into a geek roundtable where we talk about the geekier aspects of our life and some cool stuff we want to share. So take it away, Ari. Uh, it's not as geeky, but I should also say that this morning I had went to an orthopedic you know, to get them looked at. Mm -hmm. And one of the treatments they gave me was this. This is the boot that I get to wear. On my like over my uh, right leg, das for boot next, for the next six weeks. It's it's a bit of a mess to put on, and I can't wear it while driving, which means I have to take it off, put my normal shoe back on. You know. Also, I don't know why this little yep this this little feels like the freaking uh, Air Jordan Air Jordan you know, the pump <laughs> sneakers. Do they still make those? I don't think so. 
that's the first thing I thought of when I was feeling around. I'm like, oh, that's that's odd. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna make it's gonna be fun walking around in that thing. <laughs> well, but doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Hmm. All right, Mako Chan, what you got? I have Mr. Satan. From Dragon Ball? No. Um, so anybody that is familiar with the Beelzebub's comic. Oh uh, Yeah. Um so that so those that don't know what it is, uh the Beelzebub's comic is an in the life of uh death metal fanatics um who happen to have you know kid? be going well, no, they happen to be going through their life. So you meet the mother, the father, the kids. Um, they just all happen to be death metal fans. Mm. And the father happens to be part of a death metal fan, uh, band. So the whole comic is about this family interacting with their friends, interacting with the normies, um, the kids going to school. Um, and then the whole, you know... Uh, religious aspect of death metal and things like that. Mm -hmm. So one of the kids has a plush that is Mr. Satan. And a couple months back, the creator was like, you guys wanted a Mr. Satan plush. So here it is. And there is a, um, it's kind of like um, a Kickstarter type thing. Yeah. It is crowdfunding. It's called um, crap. What is it? Make shop. Make make it. I have to. Now make I have to rain? look for it again. <laughs> Did we lose you? No, I'm still here. Okay. Makeship. Oh, okay. So if you think that you would be able to crowdfund it, uh, they will go ahead and set up a crowdfund for um, plushies. Oh, okay. Um, and I have gotten plushies through this. Uh, my um, uh, Brutus and Pixie were mm -hmm. through Makeship. Um, I've gotten a couple of other ones here and there that were through Makeship. Um so basically, you crowdfund it. If you get enough, then they'll nice. actually produce the plushies. They're limited. So, I mean, if as a creator you want to put in a couple hundred and prepay for them, then you can then sell them later. But each one of them is numbered. They are limited to just what's purchased. If the creator thinks that another run would you know, go well, you can get another run and then, you know, they, they send out and ship out all of the plushies. Mm. So when Mr. Satan came up, I, I had to have him. So, yeah. Um, and I'm kind of disappointed, um, not in the plush or anything. The plush is actually really freaking awesome. Um, makeshift, they, Makeshift did a very large um, thing for Pride. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the drag queens I follow 
all had makeshift plushies of themselves. And I couldn't buy any of them. Because, I mean, makeshift isn't really cheap. You're looking at, you know, about $30 per plush. And then shipping and stuff like that on top of it. So... (laughs) When all of the stuff for the for the drag queens started coming out, I was very pissed off that I couldn't afford any of them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely love Makeship. Um, I think a lot of these uh, series that have followings, especially that can do a mascot of some sort like that, uh, I think they should jump on it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the cat uh, Facebooks that I follow, Colby. Yeah who is the white cat with the, it looks like black eyeliner around his eyes. Um, he's actually doing one and I don't like the plush, which is the only reason why I'm not getting it. It's not a furry plush. It's a very just kind of basic looking plush. Um, so I will not be picking him up, but yeah, a lot of different plushes, a lot of different creators, uh, do plushes on there. A lot of comic content is on there. Um, a lot of Twitch streamers will get, you know, plushies through them as well. If they have some sort of popular figure or something like that, that they can print up as a plushie. Uh, so it is, uh, it is an interesting crowdfunding thing to keep track of. Um, but yeah, so this is, this is my Mr. Satan. Nice. Nice. Oh. This whole time, I actually thought they were related to Satan or something like that. Like, an offshoot of, like, Satan's relatives or something, you know? Nope, just a death metal family. Okay. Either or, I'm perfectly okay with. It fits my mm-hmm. head. It fits my head canon perfectly, you know? Yeah, I th- and they are always in face. Well, Even they at always home. Have their, their yeah, they, they always have they always have their uh their battle armor on. Mm. So even even in bed when they're going to sleep, so they wake up with it on. Um I think there's only been one section where one of them got sick and ended up, you know, actually cleaning her face because she was sick and nobody recognized who the hell she was. Wow. Like they were more scared of her because she didn't have her makeup on than they were when she had her makeup on. And as um Cedabiri says in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash anime jam session, makeshift does a lot of really great things. I may almost have I may have almost a dozen. Yeah, I I absolutely love the plushies. Well most of them. Um, it all really depends on the creator mm-hmm. and how invested they are in, you know, coming up with a design or helping somebody come up with a design mm-hmm. that some of them do turn out really, really basic. And some of them turn out like this one where it's actually, you know, very soft plush. It's actually using fur or faux fur for, you know, the facial hair and the body hair and stuff like that. So it's very realistic to a toy that you would pick up in a store. It's worth the money that way. Fair enough. All right. So let's see. I started watching Bastard on Thursday and I finished it up yesterday. It's really a great series. Um, If you've watched the OAVs, I will tell you this. The first season covers... I believe the first four or five episodes and that's it. Um, 
the best way I can describe bastard is take D and D take famous rock and roll rock bands. Take Inuyasha and Kagome, but make Inuyasha perverted and very arrogant. Put it all in a blender and hit frappe. And that's basically bastard in a nutshell. Huh. It's actually pretty good. And I'm and I, I enjoyed that. Kinda of sad it was only thirteen episodes for the first season, but it is what it is. Um As I mentioned like previously, when I went to go looking for those Sailor Moon vans, I had stopped in the Hot Topic and I picked up a couple of um Funko Pops. Last week I showed off the Britney Spears one. This one I, I will give you all a, a voice, an audio clue. And if you can't figure it out, I, I, I'm sorry. You, you need, you need to, try, I, I think you'd have to get your, uh, your geek card punched, but not in a good way, but in a bad way. Let's see if this will play. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they just don't think they should. And, and if you're wondering who that is, yes, I picked up the pop for Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic World. Nice. Yes, I know the movie wasn't as good as it was supposed to be, but it is Dr. Ian Malcolm. And I just had to have them as part as part of part of my um as part of my collection, so and as Slime Boy says in our chat room here, you know, Yasha's already arrogant, though. Okay. This is what I mean by arrogance. You have arrogance. You have Johnny Cage. You have Vegeta. <laughs> they, somewhere there's Inuyasha. Then there's Dark Schneider. That's the level of arrogance I'm talking about, you know. Dark in, the, in this anime, he really was coming back from the dead talking shit, okay? I live, bitch. Basically. <laughs> and a Steel X75 says, Chris Pratt and Jeff Goldblum could not save the movie. Yeah. I think that movie was a rush job to finish the entire saga and call it a day. So, enough about our geekery. Let's get into some awesome shit that went down at Anime Expo. Oh yeah, you were going quite crazy over some of the announcements. I, I don't, yeah. I only gave a damn about one. So yeah. So um, there's a lot of news. Um, we're not covering it all. Mm -hmm. I'm just touching on you know some of the more popular ones. Mm -hmm. I know that we had you know spoken of a lot of stuff that was coming out, you know, a lot of anniversaries that were happening, a lot of, you know, a lot of what Japan is doing now is looking back at some of their older stuff to redo, to bring in new fans. And this, and uh, this anime expo really proved that. So the first thing we're going to do um, is we're going to talk about Trigun. Um, and Trigun, they announced, you know, they've got the new anime coming. They released a trailer. It's mm -hmm. being done by um, 
C- it's going to be CG done by Studio Orange. Uh, they discussed that there is going to be a new cast for it, um, which a lot of people are not happy about. But at the same time, given the age of the series, not all of them are still voice actors. Well, that's true. The same thing kind of happened with Sailor Moon when um, Pioneer and the other company dubbed S and Supers. So, Yeah, so... Um, we are getting Trigun. It is going to be called Trigun Stampede. Um, it is a sort of retelling. Um, it's being done by Kenji Muto, um, who has done Beastars, uh, Land of uh, Lustrous. Mm-hmm. Um, he's directing the anime at Orange. Um, and then we've got voices so far for Vash, Adult Vash, Adult Knives, Young Vash and Young Knives and Rem, because that was those were the characters that were in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a whole panel discussing, you know, what was going on. Um, Crunchyroll will be simulcasting the anime upon release, according to them, in more than 200 countries and territories around the world. And the anime is going to premiere in 2023. Mm-hmm. So those that are, you know, very happy about that, you know, yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I'm seeing, a lot of people are either pissed at the voice actors changing or they're pissed at the art style. And uh, not for nothing, CG is what is going to be the majority of the art style coming in because it is cheaper to work on CG at this point than it is to do hand drawing. And let's be real. They haven't done hand drawn anime in years. The closest to hand drawn anime is having a tablet and just doing it that way and just copying the scenes as they go along. Nowadays, if you want to sell, if you want to sell of, of your favorite anime, just watch your favorite anime, hit pause, get a screenshot, save it to your hard screen. Yep. That's that's basically that. Now, also, wasn't Vash's bounty sixty billion, uh, sixty million double dollars, something like that? I thought it was sixty-six, but um, now, and I know people were complaining about the new design, and I was like, oh, now I'm gonna show this real quick. Oh shit, that, I can't use that. But um, let me see if I can pull up a screenshot here, for, you know, for, from this. Somebody actually shared like screenshots from the trailer and he does Vash definitely looks different. He, he, he really does. And from this one screenshot, it does show that, you know, it's, it's still Vash. It's just from a different angle. Let's see if I can get this to pop up. There we go. Yeah. They, they made him look a lot younger Mm -hmm. than he was in the original series. I mean, that's still Vash from that, from that angle. So, and let me crap, let me grab this other screenshot and don't worry. Damn, I, I had no idea just how badly Vash was chewed up under mm-hmm. that coat. It, 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 it does, like you said, it looks like a younger version of Vash, but it's still, you know, it's still one in the same. So this is still all stuff from the original. Yeah, that's the original. 
Yeah, that's the uh, original. Well, shit. I, according to what I'm seeing here, it's um the way they were describing it. It's from it's from the trailer. I didn't watch it, so no, mm-mm, no. This is all from the original. Well, then forget I even fucking said anything. Let's move along to the next important <laughs> title in our lives. So the next announcement is that holy crap, we're getting a second season of Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. Speaking of, I lived, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they did show a very short video featuring um, an animated shot with text and the phrase new panty and stocking. Um, and it features panty and stocking posing with their middle fingers up. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Everybody's like, okay, you know, where is this new series going to start? And now rumors are that the new series is going to be starting after the manga. And wouldn't you know it, Dark Horse is reprinting the Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt manga. I didn't even know there was a manga. I'm definitely going to have to cop this one. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, one of the chapters um, was dubbed, basically, as the, I guess, follow-up. And And it basically is what would lead from the original series into the next series and still allow for Panty and Stocking both to be in it. Um, I will not spoil it, but it is on the internet. You can find it out there. Um, But yeah, so the fact that the manga is getting a reprint and the fact that we're getting new panty and stocking, it is looking like the rumors may be true that the new series coming out is actually going to follow this one manga chapter, Mm -hmm. which does end with a to be continued. So yeah, and... Uh, next up. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm. I want to share the image that's been floating around the world (laughs) that that, that has been, that has appeared on my Facebook more than, more than once. And I have seen on Twitter a lot of times. And it's basically this. It's a picture of Panny. Looks like she's recovering in the hospital with her middle finger up that says, my sister who has been in a coma for 12 years and presumed dead texts me this. Panty with the middle finger up, and underneath it, I lived, bitch. <laughs> I, I, I so cannot wait. So cannot wait. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited because I there is a cosplay I've wanted to do from this series that now that it's going to come out again, I feel... Uh, more inspired to actually continue with. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited to actually see if I can do that. But first I have to go to a convention to, uh, you know, even really need it. I, I, anyway. I think hmm? next time I cosplay Gardabelt, I should just break out a bottle of water and just slap holy water on it and just put a sign to it. Cures you of COVID or some crazy shit like that. Just blessing here. Did you go ahead and get vaccinated? Got your booster? Here's some holy water for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So next up is Nozomi Entertainment announced that they have a crap ton of 
uh, Macross licensing. So um, they are uh, going to be going on to basically Right Stuff's uh, subsidiary. And we've got, uh, looks like Macross 7, Macross Delta, and Macross Frontier. Mm -hmm. Uh, These have not hit U.S. home release. So this is three brand new licenses for the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so Macross 7 uh, will come in regular and special edition. Uh, the series will be released across two sets. The first will be episodes 1 through 29. The second will be 30 through 30, uh, 30 through 49 and the Macross 7 Encore. I'm definitely picking up Macross 7. Yeah, so um, we're, as I said, we're getting a lot of old stuff. It might not be, you know, new versions of it. We might just get be getting first versions of it. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, uh, they announced that the Pillows will be returning to provide music for Fooly Cooly Grunge and Fooly Cooly Shoegaze. To uh, uh, sequels to animes that nobody asked for. Yeah, but I don't still, know. grunge definitely uh, you know got my attention. Alternative yeah, the, and progressive the wasn't even that good. The fact that they're good. coming back and actually gonna have the music in them to you know come back to this—that is a lot of what the series was. Was you know really weird storyline, but really freaking amazing music. A soundtrack can save a series or a game. It didn't save Street Fighter the, the movie. <laughs> we uh, don't talk about that one. Also, <laughs> Raul Julia saved that one. We all know that. I blinked and I missed Ryu throwing the, the Hadouken. Ask me, ask me that. Tell me that again. <laughs> yeah, so Grunge will be coming out in 2023. And Shoegaze um, is going to be taking place 10 years after Alternative. So Alternative is already out. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have Grunge. And then um, Shoegaze is uh, a 10-year, a, t- a decade sequel for Alternative. Mm. So, yeah. So we've had, yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out of Anime Expo. As I said, there's even more stuff out there. Um, all the brand new manga dropped and what's coming. Um, all of the light no- novels dropped and what's coming to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, we're being told that... Uh, uh, what was it? We're not covering that in anything else, right? No. So, you know, we're being told that a lot of, you know, the manga and the light novels, as I said, were coming over. We're being told of new series coming over. So if you you want that news, um, check out the actual people that were able to go to Anime Expo. And yeah, um, a lot of panels, a lot of releases, and it's all good stuff coming for you know, the next year or two. Now, I will say, you would think that 
the fact that Macross is coming to the States, people will be losing their proverbial shit over it and all excited. No. Tre trending anime topic on Twitter. Panty and stocking. That It's like I said. Macross, we're coming to the state side. Penny and stocking. You're not the only one. Imagine how many people are going to be saying, wait, don't you mean Robotech? There are <laughs> some people. There are some people. And and I'm glad Macross is coming over. I understand what Robotech did. But you can't continue to simp on a title like that. You know, I mean... We all know what spam is, you know, what it's made of. And that's basically what friggin' uh, Robotech is, you know. Bless Carl Masick, you know, for bringing it over, but it's only oh so much you can do. I mean, it's it's like back in the early 90s when dubbed anime hit the airwaves and you kind of thought this was cool and you looked it up and you're like, I don't remember this. I don't wait, well, you know, and you're discovering the original series, you know. Mm -hmm. And couple things about AX real quick. I just want to drop out there and then we'll move on into our next topic. Um, it, I've seen the screenshots of, of the crowds at AX. Now, please understand that was early in the morning before the crowds thinned out. Secondly, if you had like a, a VIP or premiere badge to AX, you went through a separate entrance. So you got in a lot quicker. Yes, I also understand that AX was throwing people's food out. And I can, and, and I'm talking about if it's just for you to eat, because here's the thing: convention centers have this rule: you cannot bring outside food in. The exception is generally if it's just you, or you have people at your booth and you're bringing food to. It seems that AX was basically throwing people's food out, even if they were for other people that was working a booth or something like that. I even heard far as you know, they were actually going into people's food and eating it. Thankfully, yes, they were eating it. Yep, there you go. They were eating other people's food. I'm sorry. Somebody would have gotten slapped out, and I would have taken their wallet, pulled the money out, dropped the wallet, and walked away. Nah, that that I, I don't I don't roll with that shit. Yeah, that's that's definitely fucked up. Now, forcing your vendors, I, I can I can understand it because this is this is something from the convention center itself. Yes. Um, they don't want competition. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, when you go to these uh, these conventions, they tell you no outside food. However, for the most part, if you're a vendor, they don't act as strict on that. Mm -hmm. um, the, the main thing is a lot of people know this, and that's why they put food into other bags. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like you're going into these areas with food, with drinks, with things like that. Um, for the most part, like when I go to conventions, I have a big carry bag, whether it's, you know, my cheeseburger backpack or one of my shoulder bags. Mm -hmm. And anytime I'm getting actual food food, it goes into that bag so that I can get in and not have to deal with it. If I'm going to give food to a vendor, um, I try and come in the exit as close to that vendor as I can mm -hmm. just to alleviate them um, from having to stop me. But a lot of these, you know, just convention centers themselves, um, 
they they do have that and it's not a con thing it is the convention center now however the the fact that the convention staff was then eating that food that sucks yeah that's fucked up it really is now what i used to vend at conventions do you know believe what we used to do was we used to bring in a cooler full of like beverages and cold cuts and you know and we would sit behind the counter and behind the be- and eat or go off somewhere that way we actually had something you know because if because even though they knew we were vendors if they saw us with food they would still give us an it they would still give us a hard time anyway and i'm like you know what i'm, I'm not dealing with that type of shit now, as Slime Boy says, it really fucks over people with serious health issues that require dietary restrictions. And Nemesis 47 would, especially with us people with type 2 who need to eat just to get by. Now, here's uh-huh. the thing. For the type 2 part, they're going to be like, well, we have food here. Now, for some people who I know who are on type 2, they have, they're on a specialty diet, you know, to kind of adjust their, their sugar levels to adjust whatever, you know. And they got to eat that, you know. If somebody has us on a strict diet for whatever reason, you should let them have that. It's not like they're going to open up their their medical rations and pull it out and find normal rations to give to their friends. I mean, come on. And as Bonds of Low Six says, the Jacob Javis Center don't care. In their eyes, they want as much money as they can extract. Well, yeah, but don't. But remember, years ago when there was New York Anime Fest, they they fought to get a maid cafe in there, and the closest that they were they had was the maids bringing you food from the the Jacob Javis Center vendor. That was up. The, that was up on the floor. Now, if you go there for Comic Con or Anime NYC, downstairs all the vendors places are open you go upstairs there are then vendors are up there you have specialty vendors selling food everybody wins you know and i get and i understand food is expensive in there because let's be real some of us are not going to walk a block and a half for food i will tell you this now a couple of blocks from the javis center used to be a mcdonald's that mcdonald's will run out of food just like that, even when they would get more. And the lines there were ridiculously long. Between you and me, I'd rather go to a vendor, spend $12 on a soggy-ass beef patty and a small drink than to leave the convention center, walk block and a half. And have to fight through all the track. Yeah, foot traffic getting back. Yeah, yeah, just to spend eight dollars on a full meal. I'm just saying. Now that I got that out of our out of my system, we're gonna talk about some hip hop Naruto. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. There's something I wasn't expecting either. I mean, given that people, if you go on YouTube, people are making um, hip-hop um, beats for, from from various animes. This really isn't not too far from, you know, from, from, from the plot, from the ideal of what it is. So, it seems that voice actor Yuri Lowenthal teased on Twitter 
uh, last week that he and other members of the Naruto English dub cast will be participating in a hip-hop album. The record is called Firestyle, and it will be released on August 19th. And if you go to his Twitter account, they, there's a preview of the performance. Um, due to, I guess, licensing and copyright restrictions, I will not be playing it on this feed, but you can head over to... Uh, let's see if I can pull up the actual... Li- thing here all right i got the link to it right oh, here. oh please yeah thank thank you ari i, I appreciate that it, our, if you check out the link ari drop which is uh twitter.com slash yuri lowenthal just go there i'm not going to read off the whole set of numbers twitter.com slash yuri lowenthal and you will and you will find it there he probably has it pinned at the top for people to check it out so clay deets aka big lug who's producing the album told a n that the proceeds will go to charity new cast members will be announced every week leading up to the release lowenthal plays sasuke uchiha in naruto he is also known for playing barnaby brooks jr in tiger and bunny suzaku kururuji and code Geass, simone and gurin lagan ben tennyson and ben 10 and spider-man in marvel's spider-man so i uh, I, 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 there is a part of me it's just picturing the entire dub cast dressed as their characters and just straight up on stage just freestyling like a like like a hip hop concert and all the Narutards are there just passing to the right. So you know, <laughs> I had said on my my uh, Twitter account and watch someone like Hinata come in and starts flowing like Eminem and Rap God. <laughs> And then, then my homegirl Tamari steps in, like, let me show you how it's really done. <laughs> and, she, and you know, let her start flowing like Missy Elliott. I'm, I'm about that. I, I'm about that. I, 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 suddenly want an entire version of Lady Marmalade with the girls from Naruto. Okay. okay. Based on the music video that was put out for Moulin Rouge. Okay. Uh, two things. That's Number- like late nineties, isn't it? Two that's th- what I want. Yeah. Two things. I know what won't happen, but that's what I want. Well, I'm just saying two things though. Uh, Nemesis voice seven goes Naruto versus Sasuke freestyle. Now there is a skit on YouTube anime usa years ago and it was called epic rap battles of anime and i believe naruto was in that rap battle so you might want to go check that out and number two i'm all about that lady marmalade video also if you look on our youtube page at youtube.com slash anime jam session and if you look around there is a sailor moon moulin rouge boudoir-esque uh skit that was done at anime next about 10 years ago. So you might want to definitely check that out. So or Mako, if not that then uh the version of Ladies Night by a uh, little Kim, Missy Elliott, the Brat and uh Lisa Left Eye Lopez from uh 97. That could work too. I I I'm I'm about that. I'm I'm all about that. So Mostly because I remember the VMA performance where uh I think it was Angie Martinez who came in on a chariot and uh, Missy Elliott just was like dancing down the aisle to the Mm. stage. Probably. Sound familiar? 
This is back when the VMAs were watchable. I don't know. Even when they were watchable, I very rarely watched them. So, I don't get. I can't think of the last time any award show was watchable, except for the slap that was heard all around the world. Keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. Oh my god, the the, the parodies and the memes were so were. Chef's kiss, <laughs> especially the Street Fighter Alpha Three one. <laughs> I didn't see that one. It, just go on YouTube and look. This, uh, you know, the street. There's a Street Fighter Alpha Three one. You'll probably find it right under the parody of the Street Fighter intro with, with him slap with him slapping uh Chris Rock. But you know, and let's move on to our next topic here before we continue to derail this show like we haven't done already. Uh, Ari, what's up with Aniplex Online Fest? Uh, let's see. Let me bring it up here. Ah, uh, here we go. Aniplex plans to stream Aniplex Online Fest 2022 worldwide on September 24th. A lar- It's a large-scale anime- a annual online festival held on... S- on Saturday, September 24, 2022, Japan time. The event that offers the latest information on Aniplex's anime works and live performances by Anna Song artists has been held for free annually since 2020. The main visual for the 2022 event is newly drawn by Kiorina, the character designer for Bachi the Rock, and he says, I don't have much of a chance to create an original image from scratch, so this is a valuable opportunity for me. Thank you so much. Uh, last year, it was last year's AOF 2021 was held on July 4th, and featured many programs that provide latest information on 11 anime works, as well as a lineup of splendid Anna Song artists, live DJ performances, and live drawings. It was streamed on YouTube worldwide in both English and Japanese for about six and a half hours, and picked up about 850,000 views. So yeah, it looks like it'll be a lot of fun, and they're adjusting to the. Uh, the post-COVID, you know, mass gathering restriction guidelines very nicely, well, I think. Well, that's good of them. Oh, pardon me. You good. Cause Sorry, people... I, uh, I sneezed once like 40 minutes, like 45 minutes ago, and mm-hmm. I've been clogged up and firing off like multiple sneezes ever since. I don't, I know, I don't know about you, but I guess I keep a cold all year round, and it's like... Like right now, I could breathe through both my nostrils. I give it about an hour before one side just slowly clogs up, and I'm just like, "Well, fuck." And then an hour and a half later, switch sides. You know, you get used to it. So, nope, wrong direction. Actually, no, that is the right direction. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about um what's going on with Shonen Jump. Now, what's really cool is if you've noticed how Crunchyroll and Funimation, they're trying to get simul dubs out. Basically, this week you'll get the first episode subtitled. Next week, you'll they'll have that same episode dubbed. You know, that's kind of a cool thing. And what is that sound? I don't know. I hear it, too. What the heck was that? It sounded like either a really loud uh, cr- cricket no. or, like, robotic-sounding purring right into the mouth. It's like or right some, into the uh, microphone. Yeah, it sounded like, like a fan was, like, blowing or something, like like a motor or something. That was odd. 
Mm-hmm. I thought you had uh, switched on your AC unit again. Uh, no, 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 no. Because this is what it sounds like with the AC unit if it turns on. If it's actually on, uh, hold on here. Because oh, as soon as I turned on, I turned it right back off. Like, all right. It'll come on in just a bit, and you'll eventually hear it in the background, you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was that was really weird. It, that was. Unfortunately, I can't, I can't edit it out, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, you can probably hear the air conditioner running in the background right now. If you can't hear it, good for you. That means there's a possibility I will not hear it when I go back and replay and re-edit the episode. But, you know, for, 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 all, for all intents and purposes, I try to keep it off while doing the show. So I'm going to turn off the air conditioner now. So, so if you heard it, then you'll know why I, why I, I kind of like to suffer in the heat in here. Whereas... I will actually normally this curtain would be open because my window is no my door is open and about six to eight feet away I put a box fan and I have it spinning on low directed at me and the only reason why it's on low is because I don't want the microphone to pick it up <laughs> which reminds me I actually need to grab grab that box fan out and kind of try to keep cool for the rest of the summer. So, in regards to uh, Shonen Jump, so the, so the Jump No Mirai 2022 online talk event that was announced last week, that all of the new manga series on Shuisha's Shonen Jump Plus app and website will launch simultaneously in English on the company's Manga Plus app from starting in 2023. I think that's pretty cool. The mm -hmm. aim is to build a foundation of creating hit manga on a global scale. Shuisha editor Yuta Momomiya, who manages uh, Shonen Jump Plus and the Manga Plus online services, stated that the overseas manga market has expanded in recent years, so popularity of manga in countries outside of Japan is becoming more important. Thus, he wants to not just export manga outside of Japan, but expands Jump's structure of creating hit manga overseas. The app launched in September 2014 as a digital publication offering manga for free. Shonen Jump Plus serializes multiple series like Spy Family, Kaiju Number no. 8, Ghost Reaper Girl, and Summertime Rendering. Ayakashi Triangle recently moved to Jump Plus. In addition, Jump Plus will be serializing the second part of Chainsaw Man manga starting next week, July 13th, which I think is becoming an overhyped anime that's not even out yet, so y'all need to calm the fuck down. The Shonen Jump Plus editorial department manages overseas distribution through Manga Plus in-house. Shuisha directly manages Manga Plus because Momomiya wants it to be a core part of Weekly Shonen Jump's editorial approach. Momomiyama also predicted that the overseas manga market would become even more important in the future. Manga Plus has 5 million monthly active users. Shuisha launched the, uh, the service worldwide in 2019, and it's their first foray into a direct service globally. The service launched with 50 titles, including 13 completed series. The service publishes new chapters of currently serialized manga from Shuisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine, Jump Square magazine, and the Shonen Jump Plus service at the same time they are released in Japan. 
While Manga Plus is free to download and use, users can also purchase compiled book volumes for a specific manga. The first and the latest chapter of currently serialized manga are also free. A portion of the revenue from advertisements on the website go directly to the manga authors, which is great. And I also feel with them doing that, it can also cut down on people doing scanlations because they're not waiting for the new episode to come out, for I mean, new chapter to come out. Because I, because with, with manga scanlators, chapter comes out in Japan today. Within two days, there's a scanlation readily available. So, but if if they can do it simultaneous and have like ads in the app where they're not a disturbance from reading or a low court. Hey, why not? Yeah, I am very much for actually putting money towards something like this. It's yeah. something that I've been asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, in the times that we're in right now, there's no reason whatsoever for there to be any sort of disconnect. Right. But the, but there is one. The disconnect is I because I want it. Look, you're talking to somebody that used to download fan subs on the regular to watch regardless of reasons. You're talking to somebody that would go into a freaking comic book store and get copies of copies of copies of Sailor Moon in the original Japanese with hard ass subtitles if there were subtitles at all. That's how far back I have been getting anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I look at it this way. There are resources out there for anime. Like there are several subscription services. You can subscribe to one and trade logins with a friend to catch up on stuff. You know, like yeah. a Netflix password. Yeah, you can do that. It's okay, you know? Because remember, regardless of what other people think, when you're watching it legally or reading it legally, a portion of the proceeds goes into the pockets of the voice actors and the creators and so forth. You know, because every little bit counts. Because I know there's a lot of people who complain that anime voice actors are now charging at conventions. So, you know, they got to eat too. And now, our the put everything together perspective for people that's got to eat Marco what's up with Sonic 2 yeah so we haven't talked about this in a while but it has slowly and surely been um, gaining more money mm-hmm. and Sega announced on June 23rd that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 crossed the 400 million dollar worldwide gross mark um, it's only three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, impressive. yeah. And um, Box Office Mojo record uh, records the film as having earned 401, 400, $401,842,518 worldwide as of July 3rd. So, yeah, um, it's it's absolutely crazy that, one, this is still in theaters in some places, and two, um, that 
it's um, still not done being debuted. It has not even opened yet in Japan. So this is before Japan gets its little mitts on it. And Japan will not be getting its little mitts on it until August 19th. Just so you know. So they're chomping at the bit this whole time. Just so you know, the, the money has gone up since you've mentioned that. Since since you've mentioned that date, the movie has earned another twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me because a lot of people on holidays, they'll go to the movies because the theaters are usually still open. So this was a big holiday weekend. I'm not surprised that people would go and see a movie, even if there was nothing else out that they liked. They just wanted to get out of the house and go see a movie. They wanted to be cool this weekend because it was really, really, really freaking hot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not surprised that it made even more money this weekend. My, I just I just wonder how much it costs for them to to produce the movie. Uh that should be I'm looking it up now production budget. Um the budget the production budget was between 90 and 110 million dollars. The movie made its the movie made its money back in 2 weeks. Wow. Yeah. You gotta love that shit. It made its money back in two weeks. And, I mean, it has such weirdly mixed reviews. I mean, there are a lot of people that absolutely love the movie, but there are actually a lot of people that can't stand it. That's because they're mad that it veered so far away from the source material. Listen, you listen. <laughs> that's, you, that's the thing. It didn't. No, no, no. It did, but at the same time, it did not. Now, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong in any of this. Now, Sonic the Hedgehog has the video game storyline, and I'm talking the Genesis games. Then they kind of redid it with the storyline from. The Dreamcast games, which is basically what we know now. Then you have the storyline from Sonic X, the Sonic OAVs, Sonic Boom. Yeah, different continuities. The movie basically took the best of the Sonic Adventure storyline, which kind of ties into Sonic X, and it went on its own beaten little path. I thought that was great. Uh It did. It's using the characters that you know. It's using the plot, like Mm -hmm. the basic plot that you know, Mm -hmm. and taking from all of these different areas that made Sonic what Sonic is so that not just the video game people are happy, but Mm -hmm. the people that follow the comics, the people that follow the, you know, the, the cartoons and the animes and... You know, the the other video games, not, you know, the original stories, but, you know, Sonic Adventures and things like that. Yep. It's taking all of the best and mm-hmm. putting it into this one, you know, this one series. And it's working. It's it is. working so well at being what it is and being its own thing. It, it, it's like it took like Sonic X where they left Mor- Morbius or Mobius and landed on Earth. And 
Then they took some of the plot of the Dreamcast uh, Sonic Adventure and like threw that in there and like run with it. And it worked. And that's actually what the director was going for. Mm -hmm. Um, He's actually said that the film is a melting pot of all of these different ideas Mm -hmm. from the games, from the series, you know, all of that. It's, it's very, very nice that this is happening because it's introducing not only a brand new generation to Sonic, Mm -hmm. but it's introducing people that, you know, thought they knew one way of how Sonic was and introducing Mm -hmm. them to some of the other ideas in the series. You know, uh, for those that haven't, you know, actually seen it yet, I I don't want to say anything, but you know, you get to a point in the second movie that you know the characters that will be introduced in the third. And oh yeah, I forgot there's also the Archie Sonic um, timeline, you know, continuity, and the IDW Sonic continuity, which kind of takes off of what's current now, so you know. But yeah, stop hating and enjoy it. And if you're going to hate kind of keep the hate to yourself so the rest of us can enjoy it. And now that we got that out the way, it's time for the part of the show y'all really stick around for. Meanwhile, in Japan, and I'll take the second story. Okay. Um. I, I think Mako should take the last one. Okay. Um. Why? When you click on the article and see the first image, you'll understand. <laughs> see? 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw this when I was going through and pulling articles, and I'm like, eh, what, you know, what does that matter? And now you're showing me this. And yeah, fuck, I'll take the third one. <laughs> Okay, so we have an update on a prior story, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, charges were dropped against an elderly Japanese man for nailing a Putin voodoo doll to sacred shrine tree. I think we talked about that, like, last week or week before last. Week before last. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, certain things you expect to see at a Shinto shrine. A Tori mm-hmm. Gate collection box, bell to ring before you offer a prayer. We usually don't expect our Waranigi or Japanese voodoo dolls. But they're exactly what keeps turning up at the Shinto shrines of the town of Matsudo, Chiba Prefecture, about 20 minutes east of Tokyo City Center. The effigies are found nailed to a tree with a spike in accordance with traditional Japanese death curse protocol. And all of them had tar- little pictures of Vladimir Putin, the mm-hmm. target. Uh, two weeks ago, investigators arrested Mitsunobu Hino, a 72-year-old resident, on charge of the property damage after Hino was seen on security fam camera footage carrying a Wawa Ningyo at a shrine before one of the dolls was found nailed to the ground sacred tree. He didn't deny the charges when they came to arrest him, but it turns out he won't be facing any legal repercussions, at least for the time being, as they drop the charges. Hmm. And they said the victim has withdrawn the complaint. So, uh, uh, online reaction has been a mixture of understanding and, and admonishment, which I can understand his sentiment, but he should find a better way to express it. I'm sort of rooting for him, but he shouldn't nail things to the shrine's tree. When he said the victim has withdrawn a complaint, 
I thought they meant Putin. <laughs> uh, so Putin is cursed, not bloody likely. It looks like they aren't being very effective against Putin. My coworker thinks it's time to change tactics and throw holy water at him instead. <sighs> Which, wonderful. <laughs> and the theme to Castlevania runs through my head. Because, holy water. Jesus. Alright, so... Now, the next thing we're going to talk about is something that could be added to the 2028 Olympics. Sasuke. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ninja Warrior, which is on NBC. Wow. This reminds me of of talk of how they were trying to get DDR into the Olympics. I, I don't think I'll ever see that happen. Yes. First was uh, Sasuke, then it was brought over on G4 and redubbed as Ninja Warrior, and then Ninja Warrior became its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Although Japanese TV occasionally gets a bad rap for its quality, there have also been a good number of groundbreaking shows like Terrace House or Old Enough, which I'm still watching on Netflix. It's such a precious show. It's found its success around the world. Another example is Sasuke, which we know as Ninja Warriors. Since its debut on TBS, the Tokyo Broadcasting System, not TBS Superstation, back in 97, thousands of contestants from around the world have been drawn to take in the most interesting and most difficult obstacle courses as ever seen. Competitors must rely on a high degree of strength, speed, balance, and timing all at once to even stand a chance. And now it looks like Sasuke might do what no other television program in history has done and evolve it to an official Olympic event. On June 27th, TBS announced its involvement in a new obstacle course portion for the revised modern pentathlon event, which is set to debut at the 2020 Olympics in Los Angeles. This all started back in the Tokyo Olympics where German coach Kim Reisner punched a horse in the face. This prompted the, the the UIPM, the International Modern Pentathlon Union, at the instance of the IOC, we quickly replaced the show jumping portion of the five discipline event with obstacle course running. The sudden change angered many athletes, but appeared to be going ahead regardless, with the 2024 Paris Olympics being the last to feature show jumping as part of the pentathlon. The UIPM is currently holding test competitions to develop whether the new obstacle course portion with the first one held right at the modern pentathlon World Cup final in in Ankara, Turkey. For this run, the UIPM and the World Obstacle requested obstacles be built from set pieces used in the European productions of Ninja Warrior, which is pretty cool. Four types of obstacles, including the wall flip and parallel pipes, were set to be used and tested by pentathletes for feedback on their usability. 2018 World Cup bronze medalist Sofia Hernandez was one of the participants said obstacles. I'm a little nervous because it's difficult, but I think it's interesting and a good opportunity for us. As a viewer of Sasuke Ninja Warrior, I'm always impressed by the participants when they clear a tough course. Readers of the news seem equally excited about the update according to online comments. I like it. Looking forward Sorry. to it. Mm-hmm. Is it that popular outside of Japan? Sasuke at the Olympics sound pretty cool. Looks like Sas- Sasuke is beating out baseball. I really hope that they still call it Sasuke in the Olympics. But what happens if no one can clear it? 
Indeed, one of the defining qualities of Sasuke is sometimes it's so hard that none of the 100 challengers will win. That doesn't seem much of a problem because being a part of the pentathlon, points can be awarded based on the progress for the overall event. Or it might be more entertaining if the participants aren't eliminated when falling off the course. Instead, they will have to get back up and try until finishing or choose to give up. Luckily, there's plenty of time for the details to get ironed out before Sasuke makes its mark in the 2028 games. And hopefully those distinct metal tube apparatuses will still be there in all their glory. Once that's locked in, we can go get to work finally on a long overdue Iron Chef event into the Olympics. Yeah, let them add Iron Chef. Yeah, Mako-chan will, 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 will be taking time off of work just to watch that, okay? Um, I, I see the Iron Chef being more like a certain anime, though. True. <laughs> now here's the thing. I do see this happening because of because of this. For those of you who don't know, NBC holds the license for distribution of the Olympics. They currently air an American adaptation of the show uh Ninja Warrior, and it's very popular. Yeah, that buzzing sounds coming from off my mixer for some odd reason. What the hell? I will say this. Part of me is hoping that someone gives it a uh, MXC-style dub <laughs> if uh, it does make no. it to the Olympics. No, no, no MXC-style dubbing. No. Oh. Not for this. Not for this. Or, or the I, th I think it least, would be hilarious. The, uh, commentators just, just randomly call out, eliminate it. You know, <sighs> just to see who's paying attention. <laughs> no, I, I want somebody to, when this airs, to just take it and make their own freaking dub off of it. And, you know, completely just not even being serious about it. I would love to watch it. That's how I want to watch it. I don't want to watch it as part of the, as part of the Olympics. I want to watch some schmuck redo it. Oh God. Okay. All right. Take the last title story, please. Yeah. So, um, yep. It, it, snakes in a plane. Uh, yeah, no snakes in an air conditioner. So for about a week now, um, Japan has been going through an intense heat. Yeah, my friend, my friend uh, Cheyenne, who lives in Japan, she was telling me it is it's no joke. Yeah. So for an example, in Nagoya, a school's AC broke down, causing 25 students to complain of heat stroke like symptoms and classes being canceled for the rest of the day. So you can imagine um, the disturbance in the force caused by almost 10,000 voices crying out at once when their air conditioners all got cut off at the same time. Um, so, yeah, on June 29th, a blackout swept through a large section of Fukushima Prefecture. Normally, in cases like this, they would assume that it was due to the load of power. But actually, everything was running fine until about 2.10 in the afternoon. The electric power company traced the outage to a substation in the city. And when they investigated it, they found the charred remains of a snake. 
Smoke was burning. Smoke from the burning serpent had also caused six fire trucks to be dispatched to the scene. So, according to the electric company, the snake, which had possibly been looking for shade in all the wrong places, slithered into the substation and made contact with a live wire. This caused a short, which triggered an automatic shutdown for safety. Luckily, it meant that it only took about an hour for the power to be restored, but one hour in extreme heat and extreme weather during the hottest part of the day is still really, really crappy. Mm. Um, so uh, netizens decided that uh, they were going to chime in. Um, it's surprisingly easy to shut down important infrastructure that's indispensable in our lives. Uh, poor snake, I was born in the year of the snake, so this hits hard. <laughs> Snakes have a long body, so it's easy to cause a short. If it was hit by lightning or something, I would understand. But a snake, they should be better protected. Um, a lot of people are very upset that the snake actually died. Uh, rest in peace, snake. Poor snake. Uh, the company should apologize and compensate its family. So there were many puns flying around in Japan, as the word for snake is heavy, which sounds a lot like the English word heavy. So many called this the heavy story. And remembered government warnings against heavy usage. <laughs> um, and they they went on to say that it's not the first time that an animal has crossed paths with infrastructure. Uh, bird poop has disabled spotlights. Dog pee made one come tumbling down altogether. Um, and they've had to deal with trains um, dealing with all kinds of animal encounters over the years. So hopefully, however the snake did get into it, they can go ahead and fix that so um, that we don't have some sort of Metal Gear issue again. <laughs> well, I did discover there's actual an audio recording of what, what happened during all of this. I'm going to pull it up right now. Hopefully, of course you are. Hopefully. <laughs> Is this it? Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Here we go. What's wrong? Snake! Snake! Well, that's what happened. Uh. Oh, <laughs> you you should have known that was going to happen. Unfortunately, I, I didn't plan that out as well as I should have. I mentioned Metal Gear in the first place. <laughs> the fact that I'm, I'm, the fact that you didn't even notice the first image, the first picture in the article. I don't look at the picture. I don't look at the pictures. I look at the article titles, see, mm. you know, and then go in and read it. So just seeing that, you know, a snake ended up, you know, causing a power outage that didn't seem interesting and then you decide to you know force me to see that first image and then you know i kind of had no choice after that well i'm so i i just the funny thing is i had this odd sense that you didn't notice it so i was because you probably would have said something like leave this article for me or something like that you know so i'm just like you know <laughs> And Nemesis forty seven says the Longhorn Exchange in Colorado serves rattlesnake. I hear it's kind of I hear it's kind of gamey. It tastes like chicken, but snake is actually really tasty. So is rabbit. 
I think that's one that I haven't had, which is surprising because it's one of the easiest ones to get. Mm. It's not as gamey. It's kind of sweet tasting, too. It depends on where you're getting it. That is true. And now that we've gotten all that out of our system, I think it's time that we call it a night. Yeah. <laughs> and a slime boy says, yeah, I love rabbit. We all do. So if you enjoyed tonight's show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters, independent uh, Twitch streamers. What we like and don't like, we're going to tell you straight up about that. So if you have any questions about the show tonight, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. And while you're at it, swing on over to AnimeJamSession.com where we have all of our weekly podcasts available to listen to. And also on our site, you will have links to our YouTube page of convention videos, our Facebook fan page where you can find uh, cosplay convention cosplay photos. You'll find anime reviews, editorials, cosplayer interviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, and so much more at Anime Jam Session. And if you like this episode, you should definitely check out a lot of our older episodes online. Just head over to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, whatever you use to down to check out podcasts and download them. Just search Anime Jam Session. Check out some of our older stuff. We greatly appreciate that. And what's cool is these apps, you can kind of leave a review in there. So if you can, drop us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate that. And don't forget to show us some love on our social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all Anime Jam Session. Follow us on our social so you know when we're going live, when new articles are going up, when the website's updated, podcasts, videos, and so much more. Let's see what else do we have here. Um, don't forget our tip jar. There are links below to our stream elements and Ko-Fi if you want to throw us a few dollars here and there. Um, if you want to cheer us on with some bits, we'd love that. And also auto-hosting us as well. And subscribing and sharing and giving them out. We really appreciate that. We have some amazing fans here that do that. So thank you so much for that. So now we're going to go around the room for last words. Ari. Let's see how long it takes me to become stir-crazy. You know, sitting here at home with very little to do. Gotcha. Last words, Mako. I am freaking tired, so I'm going to bed. My last words is, I am going to clean up and organize this back area because I can't find my my, my my portable switch dock. It's got to be here somewhere. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. I believe um, Barry will be joining us. So it'll be fun. So definitely swing by and check things out. So that is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Akachan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. All right. Say good night, Makochan. Good night, Makochan. That is perfect. That is it. We're out of here. See you next week.
podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!